Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Believe in the Challenge podcast. My name is Katie Walski, and I am your host. Thank you guys so much for tuning in again this week. So we are going to be covering episode three and four for this podcast, and we're going to be getting into two vets go home, two big-time vets. We're going to be talking about that. Bears and text to get Kayla's attention, dear Lord. And does power go to one of the heads that's a prospect? So we're going to get all into that right now. So episode three, A Hard Jay's Night. We see them all like flirting, Jay and Dee. She's trying to get back at Rogan. Why do all these things always happen with Rogan right in front of her? Like Dee fought with Jen right in front of Rogan. Yogan. (laughs) Rogan. And now she's flirting with Jay right in front of Rogan. And it's not even like, oh, like he's in the same room. It's at the same table across from her. Like he's got to be two people down. And this is the exact same thing that happened when she was arguing with Jen about that whole situation. D likes to play games, man, is what I'm seeing. So uh, I don't know. I kind of ship J and D. I think that they're cute, but also I think she would wreck Jay. So I don't know if you could handle D, to be honest, but you know, that's a cute challenge romance that I'm here for. So, okay, another thing I really, really wanted to talk about is off of that couple, well, little challenge romance into another challenge romance, Bailey and Swaggy C, their blanket where they have all the pictures of themselves on it and they're like and swaggy c tucks bailey in with this blanket where it's just all these pictures of them does anyone have that like have you ever been i really want to know so please message me at kittywalski underscore on instagram twitter let me know do you guys have any kind of like memorabilia from a relationship where you put pictures of yourself all over it, whether it be a t-shirt or a blanket, or maybe it's just a giant, well, I want to say a giant collage because that's pretty normal to have pictures in your room, but it has to be like printed onto something else, a different item other than um, like a photo paper. So I want to know, let me know guys if you have ever done that and I want to know what it is and if at all, please send me a picture. I would love to see it if you're willing. I don't think that this is too weird, but also I would never do it. At the same time, I guess you can't really put anything on the amount of how much someone loves someone, you know? I don't know, maybe in five years and I find someone that I'm obsessed with, I love to the end of the earth, and I would put their face over anything. I don't know, I guess it probably all depends on your relationship and who you are and how you are as a couple. I mean, if he's gonna, if he's your fiance, I think it's okay to have a blanket with pictures all over here. 
each other. I don't think anything's wrong. I do find it funny though. I guess I personally probably would never do it. I did think about doing a shirt one time actually when I had a boyfriend a couple years ago. I thought about putting my face on a shirt like as a joke and giving it to him as a Christmas gift but I never followed through so I don't know I guess I'll just be for the next man in my life so if you're listening I'll give you a shirt with my face on it if you want <laughs> so yeah let me know if you've ever done anything like that or maybe know someone who's done it um, and what your thoughts are but moving on into more drama than relationships we have johnny and ashley who just can't seem to not piss each other off these two are like two peas in a pod i'm sorry but they basically are sort of playing the same game bananas is just playing it better because yes ashley does tend to jump on different alliances but at the same time you know she has a lot of people that are against her in the house so she i mean she's playing a smart game she has to go with whoever she thinks is gonna have her back and ashley's not stupid she knows whether you would actually have her back or not so she's not gonna invest her time and kiss ass to an alliance that she knows will probably throw her in first i mean I give her kudos for standing up and kind of being a team of one and saying, look, like I'm going to play this game how I always play it for myself, which is fine. That's how she plays the game. I mean, we can't hate her for it. So, but I just think it's funny that everyone kind of agrees with Bananas, even though Bananas is probably the ultimate manipulator. And he's had a very, how can I put this, um, like slow game. He hasn't really been making any moves. He hasn't been trying to manipulate anyone that much to where, you know, he actually puts in work. Like this is more just fun time for him. He's just kind of messing around. And if what he says rubs someone the wrong way or makes them do something that he sort of wants, then it's a plus for him. But I think he's also, I don't know, I just, I don't know, man. I think that that's just, I think Johnny is the ultimate manipulator and everyone is forgetting that. Everyone's forgetting. He really is secretly pulling strings behind all these things. I think a lot of people forget that. And yeah, Ashley is more vocal about what she's doing and she might be more blunt about it. But I mean, clearly, probably that's not the way to go about it because it is harming her game. We'll see. I mean, ultimately, in episode four, we know that she leaves. So ultimately, it did not help her whatsoever. I think Ashley's a lone wolf and she played this game a little bit as a lone wolf. None of her people were there. Well, some of them were, but they just, I think, were so over her that they didn't want to be on her alliance again so poor ashley but let's get into the challenge for episode three so it was decode and you had to run around to get keys solve a puzzle and then you had to detonate a truck so this puzzle looked so damn hard i'm sorry i did not even understand what was going on you had to match up 
these symbols that they looked like they took from all different types of languages and you had to decode it because then there was a key you had to run a, like a mile or two look at the code match it up I don't know I was having a hard time even like keeping up with that I don't know how anyone did it maybe if you're in the moment you're just focused and I saw I know a lot of people did it like by threes so that you wouldn't mess up because I mean no one wants to mess up and then have to run again but I was just so shocked that Bailey won she totally did such a great job I mean Swaggy C is the one who said that he has a photographic memory so you would have thought that he would have probably came through for this challenge but it was CT and Bailey I mean either way either Swaggy C or Bailey is in the tribunal you'll know that the other one's safe I mean that's your fiance just like Tori and Jordan no way that they would not let their significant other be saved. I love this tribunal. It was CT, Bailey, and Swaggy C. I don't know. I just really liked it. I, I was so excited to see some prospects in the in the tribunal. Like I said, I think Bailey and Swaggy C are pretty strong. Honestly, I think all of the prospects are really strong. I think Jay is very strong in a lot of ways. Bailey, Big T. Um, I will touch on her a little bit later, but that girl, I think she's going to make it pretty far. And Bailey and Swaggy C. I don't see anything wrong with any of these prospects. I think they're going to do really well. Okay, so moving on after everyone wins. So, of course, they are throwing Jay in again. <sighs> Poor Jay. As the title is called, A Hard Jay's Night. Everyone thinks that Jay's going to go home because he's the layup and they're going to send someone big down there to take him out. And so that, you know, that person get their red skull and can qualify for the final. But I really do think that Jay needs to socialize more. I feel like he he's very strong and that, you know, he's the underdog and everyone... Um, always underestimates him which eventually they will stop doing because I think he's just killing it I think he really needs to work on his social game and try and make some alliances you're just kind of like sitting around and you have one friend D I don't really think that D can save you throughout this whole game so either you're ready to go in all the time and be the escape goat or you're gonna have to start making some deals talking to some people come on jay you can do this you can talk to people you can you're on survivor you you totally know how to you know manipulate the situation a little bit and talk your way into things or out of things like you should be able to do that so I think you just need I think he just needs to work on his game a little bit and he will make it very far in this competition okay so Jay's going in and then ultimately CT drops the bomb <coughs> excuse me CT drops the bomb that he's gonna go in against Jay because he runs that red skull oh my god I I mean I saw this coming because of course, everyone thinks of Jay as a layup. So the game, the challenge was that you had to like stack and you had ropes and chains and you had to wrap 
all around this little like outhouse that you had to break into and turn the light on and then you were the winner. Um, so then the boys had to, you know, rope it up, put heavy things in front of it and try and have that other person like slow them down, take as long as possible to get into that little shack so that they could get into their shack. First of all, when you're seeing CT do all of his ropes, it looked so intricate and so hard that seeing what Jay was doing, which was just like he kept like putting little things in front of it, I didn't think that this was going to be as close as it was. I was shook when time started like running down and the boys started getting really close to each other. I thought that this was a shoe-in for CT. His looked so much harder than Jay's, but at the same time, I mean, Jay had a little bit of strategy to it. He interweaved cement blocks. He tried putting as much heavy stuff as he could to tire CT out, where CT just put a couple of big boulders in, and yeah, like Jay doesn't have big arms, but ultimately, like, he could move three or four boulders, and then all he has to do is untie the rope. I don't know. I, I was shocked, though. I, I totally thought that CT was going to come back. But like I said in my predictions last week, I really wanted someone big to go in and fight for the Red Skull. And I said Johnny Bananas, but CT is right up there with Johnny Bananas. So I guess I sort of got my wish. Oh, man, I, I'm just sad to see CT leave because he's such a good player. And I don't know, like, I just, I love CT. I think he's such, um, such a vet and staple. And he has such heart in game that I think he's going to be missed this season. And oh, okay, back to when Jay was like, I can't believe that I'm going against my idol. Like, oh wow, like he watched him growing up. I, I couldn't imagine either. I think I would be so nervous going against someone you used to watch growing up and like you wanted to emulate and now you're at the challenge with this vet and you're in the arena and oh my god. I I mean he had to I mean he was stoked. Look at his face. Oh my god. I aw, it was just so cute that you know, he got to go against CT, and CT, of course, is always a good sport, but also sad. You know, these vets are are leaving. Not a lot of prospects are really uh, leaving besides really Jen, but so I don't know. I really liked that round, and I'm really happy that Jay stayed. Like I said, I think he can go really far in this game, and I think he will. Okay, so after the whole everyone leaves and everything, um, we're going to move on to episode... Oh, wait. Hold on. I do not want to forget this. When Jay and Dee kissed at the Halloween party. Ooh, oh, my God. <laughs> I feel like they did it because they thought Jay was gonna go home that night because he was going against CT but he ended up coming back and I just love that so much I love how much it 
rubs Rogan the wrong way. <laughs> and I, I mean, I don't think really anything is probably going to come of D and J other than a friendship. But I do like it how they just want to piss Rogan off. So I'm here for it. Kiss again. Do it again in the bunker in front of everyone. Go ahead. All right. So now we're going to move to episode four. <laughs> I just did not want to forget that little tidbit. So episode four is Karma Chameleon. We're starting off this episode where, okay, Bear... I would absolutely kill Bear if he ever did this to me. He is trying to flirt so hard with Kayla, but he's like a little 10-year-old boy. Like, he doesn't know how to properly flirt with a woman. He just acts like a child, and he's a little bit annoying to where he's like constantly like, Kayla, Kayla, look at this. Kayla, I love you. Kayla, this. Kayla, 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 Kayla. I get it. He's persistent. He likes her. You're in a bunker. There's really nothing else to do other than look at each other probably and work out. So I get it. But I would absolutely kill him. He tried to make a joke and like, use the fire extinguisher to just like oh my god off on everyone there had to be like six people in that room and it was cloudy i mean he got chemicals in everyone's faces mouths everyone breathed it in the room was just covered in soot i i i would have been so pissed at bear and kayla was just kind of unbothered she was like yeah whatever I just don't want to give him the attention that he's seeking. And to to a point, I agree with her. I think that he is just trying to obviously get a rise out of Kayla. He's trying to get a reaction. He wants her to talk to him more. He wants her to flirt with him more. And everything that he's doing obviously is, is not really getting too much of a reaction out of her. So maybe he's thinking, go big or go home. But, God, I mean, that's just not how you flirt with a, a, a woman. I, like, you don't fire extinguish her. That doesn't make any sense. How is that hot? How is that, how does that make a girl want to talk to you? I would be like, mm-mm, no thank you. What is your problem? Are you trying to kill me? Is that what you're trying to do? I don't get it. So, I personally would have been pissed. I would have been like Ashley or Nani. And I've been like, what the F? Like, what are you doing? Ugh. Yeah. So, but then out of that whole debacle, Ashley is the one who ends up fighting with Maddie. And you could tell that obviously Ashley was a little intoxicated. Um, she probably should have um, died it down a little bit, but... You can't control Ashley as we have all learned. So, um, you know, I think her bringing up Maddie's past is definitely not cool. I don't think you should be bringing things that happen outside of the challenge into the challenge, especially since it has nothing to do with Ashley or anyone else in the challenge. It is Maddie's personal life and something that you know, she 
messed up on and she has taken responsibility and I feel like she has grown and they're all so young still, you know, they're in their 20s and early 30s and people make mistakes and they have mess ups in life and as long as you can grow from that, I think that you should not, you know, that's not what that person is all about, is that one mess up. So the fact that they were arguing about something that happened in the house, Bear's fire extinguisher, because this ultimately happened all because Ashley spit on Bear. I mean, I don't think anyone should really be spitting on anyone. I don't think that is classy in any way. But at the same time, um, you know, she's intoxicated. She has chemicals in her mouth. She's riled up. Bear is acting, obviously, like he always does. Nothing's wrong. Everything's just peachy. What did he do? It was just a joke. Um, I feel like I could probably only handle so much of Bear until I probably snapped. So this is probably just Ashley snapping with Bear. Um, which, you know, there's a lot of strong personalities in this house. So we know that this is going to happen. We know that people are going to fight. Things are going to be said. Um, friendships and alliances are going to be broken just because of day-to-day things, not even challenges. But I just thought that it wasn't appropriate for her to bring up Maddie's past um, and her drunk driving incident. I think that it was a little below the belt. But Ashley knew that. She knew that what she said um, probably wasn't the best thing to say, but she was just trying to hurt Maddie and it was accomplished because then all of a sudden Nani got into the fight and Nani's a little beast. So she's like a little Rottweiler. You know what I mean? She doesn't just go away. She stands up for herself, which I find really important. And so then she started going out with Maddie and I was just all sorts confused. Like what is happening Who is fighting with who about what anymore? Because this just seems like a situation where people just want to argue with each other because everyone is just stressed out maybe and at their wits end. And Nani even said that, you know, she is frustrated the fact that she has been on so many challenges and has never won and has come so close so many times and... I think that it really is getting to her. Even last season, it really got to her, you know, where she was getting in her own head and she wasn't, you know, putting her best foot forward. And that's like Nani's biggest downfall is herself. And um, I love Nani. So I really want to see her win. I want to see her win this year. And I want her to stay out of her head. And please stay out of fights, Nani, that... You know, you don't need to be in. You do not need to be in these fights, girlfriend. Okay? Okay. All right. So, moving on, we are going to go into the challenge for the day, which was Cold War. And holy crap, I would not have wanted to do this challenge. It looked so awful. You were in a pool that was 59 degrees Fahrenheit and like counting like and decreasing because 
people were throwing ice in there from the other teams. They were chipping off ice blocks and throwing it in there. And I think at one point it got down to almost 50 degrees Fahrenheit, which is so cold. I mean, Kyle, Bailey, and Corey literally got disqualified because they they were just so... They like basically gave up because it was just so cold. They couldn't feel their fingers anymore. And then D Nelson and oh my God, I couldn't even believe that they all got basically hypothermia. I mean, Nelson couldn't even move. That made me so sad to see that Nelson was, oh my God, like I was so scared. I thought maybe a limb was going to have to get chopped off. Like no one was really saying anything. He just got on a little stretcher in an ambulance and got taken to the hospital to try and warm up because he was just so frozen. He was on the edge of hypothermia from being in a pool. I mean, dear Lord. But these are the things that happen on the challenge, man. Crazy, crazy shit. Crazy stuff. Crazy stuff happens and you have to try and roll with it. And it totally is a mental game. Up into a point, obviously. I mean, if your body is not moving, then, you know, and obviously they they try to keep everything safe. That's why they always have medics on standby, ambulances on standby, just in case for these purposes. Um, But, oh my God, I just couldn't believe that Nelson was so frozen. TJ said for them to get out of the pool like they didn't even want to give up but tj forced them out he was like no you guys have to get out like you've been in there way too long so i felt bad for them because it always sucks when people can't finish a challenge not because they're not like they don't have the ability but well i guess this is sort of like not having the ability but you know what i mean like they could have gone maybe longer but it just would have been unsafe for them. So they just didn't get it done quickly enough. And I got to say, Johnny Bananas, um, Johnny Bananas, uh, Anissa, and Bear were probably the smartest team there because they just undid everything and then let the puzzle pieces float and then pushed them out. Like, that was so smart. And I don't get why the team after them didn't do that why didn't they see what they did and then copy them because clearly it worked i don't get you know that would be in my mind like oh that's really working for them we're up next let's do that i don't get why the next team didn't do that but so clearly the winner was anisa bananas bear big t um and they they did a great job they formed the tribunal there was five people in it this time which is pretty crazy uh i really (laughs) like what is going on this season just i guess whatever floats your boat like whatever they want to do it's fine um so then they they really decided to have uh d maddie and tori for the three people that they wanted to potentially put in against Ashley. Ashley was voted in by the house. And I think we all saw that coming since last week. You know, she is just, I mean, she's fighting with everybody. It's sad because 
I just don't see anyone on her alliance. Who was on her alliance? Who, who does she have with her? Other than Jenny, who she confides in, but I wouldn't say that Jenny is exactly her alliance. I think she's more of just a friend on the show. I don't think Jenny would have her back in any situation if it came to a challenge or anything like that. I think that she just kind of like let her confided in her because Ashley needed a friend. I mean, I, I know we don't always see everything, but... I never saw Jenny really sticking up for Ashley, so, but, okay, so then, all right, I want to get to Big T, because this episode, Big T was really playing that power trip, she loves the tribunal, and like I said before, I think Big T is going to go a long way, I think she's smart, and she has heart. She really wants this. She she wants to be here. She wants to win. She's, you know, always up for a challenge. And I'm really excited. But when she was at the bar and she was getting the Holy Trinity, Jenna, Kayla, um, and Donnie, because they are solid. That's a solid alliance, those three girls. And in this game... That is dangerous. So Big T's smart and she's trying to she's trying to either befriend the alliance or break it up. So I think the smartest move is what she did is to sort of act like they owe you a favor. So she lies and she's taken some tricks from Johnny Bananas. Like I said, master manipulator, everybody, okay? Let's not forget he is always the puppeteer behind everything that sort of goes on on this show it is ridiculous man but so he's given big t some advice on what to say for her to try and get some points so she goes over and she's like look like your names are being thrown around and of course nani and ever and jenna are like what the hell these are our friends like bananas and everyone like they should not be throwing them in which they would never but unless maybe they wanted to go in, but I don't think they want to go in against Ashley. I don't think they feel confident enough. Um, so then Big T is like, look, I will make sure your name is not in any of the three that have to be for, you know, for potentially being put in. Uh, but I want to have a favor in return one day. And Jesus, they just offer it right up to Big T. They're like, look, if you do us this, we will for sure have your back next time. And that's all Big T wanted. She is playing this power trip and I'm here for it. I think that this girl is going to go far. She's smart. And I mean, that's what you kind of have to do. You have to slightly manipulate people and make sure that they have your back when it comes to it and they won't forget that they won't forget this especially the girls the holy trinity i i mean i just love that they have a name the holy trinity <laughs> uh but yeah so i think big t is playing very smart and um like i was saying earlier these prospects are very good this season usually I feel the prospects get out sort of early and only a couple of them kind of trickle in towards the end. But this season, I feel like we have some really strong contenders. I mean, Melissa is still in there and 
She, I mean, she's sort of skating by, but still, she's still there. She's not brought up anything, and she needs to use that to her advantage. She needs to probably skate under the radar as long as she can until she is maybe forced to sort of pick alliances or really start showing her true colors. Um, yeah, so out of Maddie, D, and Tori, I'm pretty sure all three want to go in. Um, you know, they want that red skull, and I think they're all very confident in beating Ashley, but obviously Tori is not very good at puzzles, and Ashley is very smart. So I think Tori knows. I want Tori to go in. I want her to get that red skull because you know I love Tori. Tori is my girl. I love her and Jordan. They have to be probably my favorite people on the challenge. Um, but so I, I also find it interesting that, you know, everyone kind of wants D gone. I do understand why bananas, because she said his name. I don't think D was really working with Ashley. I think D is playing her own game for herself, but like banana said, D learned from Wes. Wes is an incredibly strong player. You know, he is a vet to a like to a T. So the fact that she was his partner last season on War of the Worlds, that she learned the game from Wes. And Wes is such a critical thinker that it probably really helped D become smarter in this game. And so D's got brains and strength, and that is a dangerous combination to have in this game, especially when you're good. So I I think it was interesting because Bananas probably would have been happy with whoever would have left, Ashley or D, but apparently Bananas sees D as a bigger threat than Ashley because D actually has some people on her side like Wes and Jay and you know some uh, some other people that probably they're not against her they're just maybe not in her alliance but they don't have anything against D um I mean I would be I would not want D in the game either because she won last season I mean she killed it so I mean you are you know how she can push herself and the limits that she can go to and so uh, I agree with Johnny Bananas that D probably is a big threat. And she proved that in the challenge when she absolutely smashed it. She smashed that challenge. Um, Ashley was struggling, which I thought was so interesting. I don't know if maybe it was the pressure or she secretly didn't maybe want to be there because she didn't really have... An alliance or friend she really was sort of that lone wolf um but you know d learned from west and west was helping her out in the in the um in wow can't talk <laughs> and west was helping her out uh in the elimination so i thought that that was really good of him and you know i'm glad that west and d do have that relationship because I don't know why I think about this, but earlier in the season, I think it was maybe in the first episode, you know, Wes was saying how he doesn't really have any friends. 
And that slightly made me sad uh, to hear that. And so I'm glad that he has bananas and D. And, um, you know, he's got his little squad. And those are strong people to have. And those are people that are probably going to make it at least not, if not to the final, very, very close to the final. And now Dee has her red skull. So she is someone to mess with. I think that uh, Dee is probably going to go pretty far again unless uh, people can gang up on her and get her out. I mean, I think maybe the people that can get her out or, or maybe, I would say maybe Bailey because I think Bailey is... So very smart and strong, just like D. So I think they, they would be very uh, a good matchup for each other. Or maybe even Big T. I think Big T, I haven't really seen her, you know, really pull out on a puzzle. But we'll see. You never know. Uh, maybe a little bit farther down in the game, she can show us um, her puzzle skills and how good she is at that. But yeah, so I don't know. I just... And of course, Ashley, and of course, Ashley went out in the Ashley fashion. She couldn't help but say basically F you to everyone in the house after she was like, I love you guys. I'm, I loved being here and all that stuff. And then she just says one last dig to Wes. I, I absolutely love it. I mean, girl, do your thing. Do your thing come on, get out. (laughs) But it actually made me a little bit emotional to see her leave like that. I don't think, uh, you know, I don't know, made me a little emotional to see her leave like that. Uh, I think, I think it's a little bit of a wake up call for some of these vets who haven't been going into elimination. Like TJ has said, he is tired of people skating by and I think that is so true I think you know Ashley has done that a lot and loves CT but I think CT has also done that a lot where he really stays out of eliminations as of lately and um kind of just skates towards the end towards the final and you even hear that like when he says that he's leaving he you know is like I'm gonna come back stronger and better than ever And uh, I think that's good because I feel like a lot of people have lost their way on the challenge where they're not giving it their all. I mean, the prospects and the newer people are because they have to. They don't have the status um, and the friendships and alliances that other people have to where you can sort of skate by. But this is what I love about this season is that people have to go in and you're being tested. And if you can't pull out a W you're going home. Sorry, you weren't good enough. Come back next year. So I think that this is great this season and we're really seeing who um, has what it takes to get to a final. All right, so now we are going to get into a little bit of news because my favorite couple in the challenge just came out with a new song. Oh my God. I am so excited. I didn't know that Tori could sing. So Tori and Jordan's new single is called Reese's Pieces and it just dropped um, this week. 
It is available on all platforms, and if you really want to see it, uh, you can always go to Torrier Jordan's Instagram. I'm sure they have links, but like they said, it is available on all platforms, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, uh, you know, whatever is your poison to be listening to music on. They have it, and I have to say this song is actually really, really good. I like it. I did not know that Tori could sing. I didn't know this about her, and so I think that's really fun and exciting, and that maybe Tori is going to become the next pop star. I don't know. We'll see, but make sure you guys check out their new song, Reese's Pieces, and you can find it on any platform, like I said. All right, I just want to say thank you guys so much for listening to Believe in the Challenge podcast. I'm your host, Katie Walski. You can find me on any social media platform at Walski underscore. Talk with me, chat with me, let me know your feelings, opinions, questions. Send me pictures of um, your memorabilia with your significant other. I would love to see and chat about that. Let me know if you guys would or wouldn't do it. And also, be sure to follow the Believe in the Challenge podcast. We are available everywhere, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. Like I said, like and subscribe, share with your friends, share on your social medias, and always come back next week for more Total Madness. All right, Katie out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.